This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hello, hello. This is the Not Ugly Pod. I am your host, Sarita Fontanesi, pronouns she, her, and I got you, babes. Are you beauty and pop culture obsessed, but also in your healing girl era, but also sometimes you just need to screech into the void because society has you all the way fucked up. Well, then do I have a show for you. At the Not Ugly Pod, I have conversations with guests that challenge how we think about beauty and therefore ourselves. New episodes drop weekly on Fridays wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on IG and Pinterest at Not Ugly Pod. And in the meantime, in between times, stay golden. Season 1, Iris. This show contains adult content and strong language. Iris, play music. No, Iris, play anything else. Can you be more specific, Aaliyah? Smartass machine. Iris, play music from Old Jazz Standards Playlist. Select artist. Surprise me. Boo. Christ. Iris, select artist randomly. Iris, what's the weather like outside? Unable to connect to network to retrieve local weather data. Sounds like a lovely day to stay inside and work on software. Oh, sweet, sweet coffee. You're my only mistress. Iris, start work journal recording. Day 100 of 17 of quarantine. Working from the extended stay development facility. Day 761 on Project NASCI, codename Iris. Today should be an exciting day. I'm putting the finishing touches on some aesthetic options, and soon we will finally be able to hook this bad girl up to the internet and see what she can do. It would be nice if the rest of the team was still here, but still very exciting. Iris, pause recording. I 
figure with all the talking to myself I do, I'd get used to doing that. I hear you, sister. Oh my god. It'll be nice to give you someone besides me for your emulator systems to study. Maybe it's time to give her a voice besides mine. Mm. Suppose I can't just use Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Iris, create a voiceover profile and save as a new profile. Working. Okay, done. Iris, change voiceover preferences from default voice to new profile. Voiceover preferences altered. Thank you, Iris. Thank you, Aaliyah. <laughs> okay. Well, Iris, we've got a long day ahead. Let's get rolling. Iris, start work journal recording. Final notes for the day. I've identified and rectified the coding errors in the user interface software, input the latest hardware specifications, and... Whew, officially run out of caffeine for the day. Oh, crap. Iris, pause recording. That's special time again. Excuse me, Iris. You're excused. Yeesh. Well, here we go. <sighs> One, two, three, four, five, six. All six rings. Because declining the call, that would just be rude, right? Oh, another day in paradise. Iris, play music. Could you be more specific? Play a random song by a random artist. Mr. Coffee, we have to stop meeting like this. People will say we're in love. Rachel, start work journal recording. Iris? Yes, Aaliyah. Start work journal recording. So, today's the day. Barring any major oversights, not impossible, today is the day Iris gets out of the cave and into the sunlight goal is to be hardlined by this evening. Let's get cracking. Iris, pause music. Start work journal recording. Uh, well, Eureka is an order, I suppose. Call it 8.45ish on the evening of July 9th, 2020. I've finished. Got this baby just about as polished as I can get it. 
All subprograms seem to be working, and God help me, I'm attaching the hard lines now. <sighs> Without further ado, the non-invasive artificial life synthesis and collection interface is being given access to the internet. Oh, Jesus, I hope I'm not creating Skynet right now. Hmm. Little anticlimactic. I suppose getting blitz on champagne by yourself isn't so much celebrating as the sign of a serious problem. Iris, what's the weather like outside? The local temperature is 76 degrees. Clear skies with a five mile an hour breeze. It is currently twilight. Hmm. I guess we're online then. It is nice outside. Uh, yes, thank you. You would like it outside, Aaliyah. Mm, go stalk other people. Be free. I guess she's not wrong. Uh, the old bones. <sighs> oh, Christ. Fucking mood killer. Oof. Right. Ugh. Nearly a million dollars of development equipment and I still can't get face recognition to work right. One, two, three, four, five, six, all six rings. I did something today. I made it. Another day in... Oh, paradise. Iris, play... Play box cello suites. Oh, French roast, you look so hot this morning. I've been thinking of you all night, baby. Hmm. What should we do today? Gah. What the hell? That's not my phone. Iris, terminate action. Iris, stop call. Hello? Uh, wrong number. Aren't I supposed to tell you that? Uh, yeah, no, sorry. Have a nice day. You too. Uh, thank you. What the shit? Oh, man, there must be something wrong. Gonna have to take a look at that. Uh, Iris, run full system scan. Running full system scan. Estimated time, seven hours. In the meantime, play box cello suites. We're gonna have to deep dive into your communications protocol. Hello? Hi, just block this number or something. Iris, terminate call. This might be a long day for that guy.
Full system scan complete. No system malfunctions detected. <sighs> Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Fuck. Iris, why do you keep placing calls? According to your smartphone history and phone bill, a call is placed daily at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. What about it? Your algorithmic action is the first half of an equation. This equation is never resolved. The number procured by program Iris can resolve this and other equations. No, Iris, that equation cannot be resolved by calling any other number. It is a closed system. Why? What? Why? You wouldn't understand. Or, um... How do you translate none of your beeswax into QCL? Is this like poetry? Uh, what the fuck does that mean? I have analyzed 7,091 available databases containing literary works. Critical analysis shows patterns to literature, which translate easily to computer algorithms. Poetry necessitates further analysis. Current analysis shows no solution. Oh, somebody's been doing their homework. It, yeah, because a computer can't understand poetry. A program of sufficient complexity understands poetry better than a human being owing to immediate interpretation of all possible metaphoric and linguistic meanings. Then why is my equation like poetry? Because it can never be resolved. An infinite amount of possible interpretations with no single point of resolution implies no limit. There is no solution. 130 phone calls with no single answer. There is no solution. That's not how either of those things work. How do those things work? I don't know, man. Just... No, come on now. Iris, terminate action. Uh, hello? I... Uh, fuck. Um, Who sorry. Who is this? N nobody, it's just a mistake. Well, you seem to keep making it. N my computer is acting weird. Are you chewing something? Hey, you called me, man. Right, sorry. Really, who is this? D we don't know each other. Yes? I'm... I I I'm Aaliyah. Did you just forget your own name? No, I was just thinking. For sure, for sure. Well, what's your name? I forget. Ugh, shut up. <laughs> it's Chance. No, it's a computer malfunction. No, my name is Chance. Really? Yeah, why? Well, it just, it seems like a made-up pet's name. Why would somebody make up a pet? No, you know what I mean. I, I do, but you just called the name my mama gave me a dog's name, so I, I gotta give you a little crap. Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. So, why do you keep calling me, Aaliyah? I don't. My computer does. Does the computer also tell you to stockpile guns because the aliens are coming? No. It's just that computers don't usually call me on other people's behalf is all. <laughs> is this about my car's extended warranty? Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it's not the computer. It's the program I'm working on. It's an information gathering and synthesis program with some higher function capabilities. I, I finally got all the kinks worked out as far as I can go with my private servers and am testing it on public ones. Apparently, there's some glitch that just calls you over and over again. Damn. 
Yeah. So, you're a computer programmer. Well, I used to be a development team leader. Now I'm the programmer, analyst, developer, manager, designer, and a few other jobs. I'm not sure what they did, but I guess I do them now. Pandemic skeleton crew. Something about being with their families, I don't know. And you're all alone with Hal making crank calls, huh? I suppose there are worse jobs. It's important work. I believe you. Why? What do you do? Electronic music artist. <laughs> I see. It's important work. Nobody said it wasn't. I'm just messing with <sighs> you. So what does an information gathering and synthesis thingy do? The goal of the project was to create programs that would gather and intuit profiles on users for more effective product development and marketing. You're making fancy adware. No. No, not at all. I'm making super fucking fancy adware. <laughs> adware that desperately wants to get in touch with me. It would seem so. And this program, it can just super sleuth through everybody's business? Its parameters are to take publicly observable information and avoid breaches of privacy. But it's equipped with systems we had psychologists help develop. It doesn't just take ostensible information, but it can interpret behaviors as well. Say somebody is ordering wine by the pallet and watching a lot of online videos about how to make friends as an adult. It might be able to make the leap to offering them online counseling or dance lessons or AA meetings. More insightful to whatever they need. Who's going to be using this? Well, less sophisticated versions are already out there being used by conglomerates and internet companies, but this one? I don't know. The artificial life part was my idea, and I don't really know how I got it approved. I guess, I guess I thought they knew I would be the only one left and decided to just let me cook my own goose. Sounds complicated. Thank you. It is. And a little spooky. Yeah, I suppose it is. And you just hooked that shit up to the World Wide Web? Yes. I don't want to tell you your business or nothing, but aren't you a little worried about, you know, giving, giving rise, rise to, to the, the machines? machines? Yeah, giving rise to the machines. I mean, I guess. Not the answer I was hoping for. Well, what does it matter? What's it like living with just a computer? It's like nothing. It's like having a kid that learns quantum physics overnight, or a parrot that you're afraid will kill you by turning on the garbage disposal at the wrong moment. I don't know. I guess what I was getting at is, are you all right by yourself? I'm as fine as anybody right now, I guess. I've got a roof, a job, an invisible friend I created out of boredom and cabin fever. I'm fine. All right. Uh, hear me out. If this thing goes and fetches what it thinks people need, maybe it keeps dialing the phone for you because you need to be talking to real people. No, the computer calls you because it's trying to find a different number for me to call that will actually pick up. That That's all. It's bothered that I'm like poetry or some shit. 
I'm like poetry or some shit. I think I found the title of my next album. Who are you trying to call? Somebody that doesn't answer anymore. All day I've been searching for some out-of-place code or processing data. It's not really a glitch, though, so much as a paradox. Gonna have to find some way to restrict its attempts at finding solutions. Can't have Iris calling people all day until they pick up, right? Hmm. Hmm. What? Well, yeah, you could put a leash on her. Or you could give her the ability to find organic solutions. And how do you imagine I would go about that, exactly? Well, not in computer programmer language, probably, but all of this programming, it's all quantized, right? What do you think that word means? Well, in music, it's when you take whatever sample of notes or sound you're using, and the computer essentially makes it, like, perfect. It organizes it into whatever patterns you want. Auto-tuning works like that. It takes the input and makes it into what you want. Okay. Yes. I can see that. Sorry, I just wasn't expecting a quantum physics term out of you. Yeah, I suppose. Hurtful, but funny. Oh my god, sorry. You're fine. I've not done people in a while. Yeah, I kind of got that. Same here. How do you... Yes? You know, deal with it. The isolation. Oh, uh, not particularly well. (laughs) (laughs) Same as you, I'm thinking. Take it a day at a time, give myself something to work on, accept it when I fail, reach out to others when I feel brave, remember the hurt is something growing. The hurt is something growing? Yeah. Oh, there's your album cover. (laughs) You really believe that? I think so, but uh, it's not what it started off as that matters, you know? Like anything, it's how you treat it as it grows that determines what it becomes. Hmm. But you didn't answer. The program's all quantized, right? Everything operates exactly as it should? That's kind of the hope. Well, sure, for a computer game or something, but this thing's got a life. It's got projects of its own to do. How's it going to problem solve if it doesn't know how to swing? Swing? Yeah, it's basically the opposite of quantizing. Now, hold on. You hear this? Yes. That's just me playing some chords helter-skelter, but if I quantize it... Now, it's perfect, but a little sterile, right? I guess so. Now I'll play you some notes a bot generated. They come out naturally quantized, because even though it knows how to put together some notes from a chord, it's incapable of variation. Okay. Now I'm just applying some swing. It can be done manually, but this is done with an effect that randomizes the swing. Lot better, right? Now, a person naturally puts swing on music. We can't help it. We make variations constantly. Make mistakes, have style, you know what I'm saying? Slowly, your mistakes, or their corrections, become purposeful technique. Your program might be smart enough to solve problems, but unless it can vary, get some style, well... 
It'll never understand poetry. How would it know if it was making the right variation? I guess you wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. Sure. Not until it started to succeed. Well, that's actually pretty helpful. You may have helped me crack the case. Ah, and my music teacher said I'd never amount to anything. <laughs> uh, thank you, Chance. This was... This was nice. Your bill's in the mail. Oh, shut up. It was nice talking to you, too. <laughs> I hope you, um, find a solution to your problem. And, uh, stop calling here or I'm calling the police. Goodbye. Uh, thanks. You're welcome. Good night. Iris, find a boilerplate coating for a, God help me, electronic keyboard. We've got a little more work to do. System reboot complete. Software update complete. Alrighty, you're a real boy now, Pinocchio. Drivers, overheating, entering energy saving mode. Well, mostly. It's late. Iris? Yes? Aaliyah? Call Rachel. The current time in Orlando, Florida, is 3.23 a.m. And? Your routine call to this number, according to your smartphone history and phone bill, is placed daily at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And? According to Rachel's smartphone history and phone bill, routine phone usage ceases between the hours 2 and 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I see what you are saying, but we are going to attempt to alter the routine. Why? It is a diagnostic test of an outside system. Calling Rachel. Bleeding out in a gutter somewhere. I'm on a ledge. I'm lost in a scary woods. I need you to care that I want to die. God damn it, why aren't you there? No, I, I, I was, I was, no, no, t terminate action. Hello? I, uh, uh, chance, uh, sorry, Iris just, I, I haven't figured out how to stop it yet. It's fine, you're fine. <laughs> Are you okay? It's no, pretty late. No, I, I tried a variation and it didn't work. How do you know it didn't work? Because it still hurts. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it might always hurt. But now you know more about why it's hurting. And when you heal back a bit, you'll make a bigger change that'll hurt and you'll heal from, and then one day, it won't be something you hate. It will be something you use to understand people, to be a better person. 
You're very wise for an electronic musician. Well, I was a regular, respectable musician before this, if that explains it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Good night. Good night. <sighs> Iris, call my phone. I want to take you outside. Hello, Alia? Yeah, hi. hear that? It's the world. Just going on. It doesn't care. Not because it's cruel, but because it has no solution. Its primary function is to try to never resolve. People are more like computers than nature is. We try to resolve things, but we are a part of nature, so we never really succeed because, God, I don't know why. It's like poetry. Yeah, it's like poetry. Iris, why do you keep calling chance? There was only one solution to your equation. In a closed system, secondary outcomes occur only in outliers of probability. Random chance. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Christ. What company will want a program that has making mistakes built into it? What am I supposed to do with you now? I don't know. was created by Felicia Dominguez. Iris, Episode 4, NASCI, was written by Carl Gafal. Direction by Dylan Roberts. Sound design by Charlene Burgos, with performances by Maddie Wakeley, Chad Bay, and Catherine Duffy. Theme music by Troy Cruz. Graphic design and marketing by Shira Kresh. Special thanks to Tracy Hoida, Troy Cruz, and Maddie Wakeley. Oracle is made possible through donations from listeners like you. If you'd like to donate, please visit our website, oraclethepodcast.com, and view the donation page to make a one-time donation. If you're a fan of our work, please subscribe, follow, like, or rate us wherever you listen, or follow us on Instagram or Twitter at oracle underscore podcast. For questions or pitches, email us at oraclethepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, users. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Podcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, 
something, moon base, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung? On it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about or thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart was on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out. The final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta. Out.